Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Toharatul Abul Ibl chapter on the consideration of the saliva of a camel clean. Chapter on the pure non looking that the saliva of a camel is tohara, is pure, is clean, it's not considered dirty. And this hadith is from Amur ibn Khorija. Wa ana Amur ibn Khorija radiallahu anhu kola. Khutabana nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bimina wa huwa ala rohilatihi. Walu'abiha yasilu ala katafi akhrajahu ahmad wa tirmizi wa suhahu. This hadith is from Amr ibn Khawarija radiallahu anhu may Allah be pleased with him call he said Qutbana nabiy sallallahu alaihi wasallam bimina Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam give us a khutbah a sermon a wa'z an admonition bimina in mina wa huwa la rahilatihi wal messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was on his mount he was on top of his mount, sitting on his mount, his riding animal, while on his riding animal. While the saliva of that animal, of that riding animal, of that mount of Prophet Muhammad وسلم, was pouring over my shoulder. It was pouring over me, on my shoulder. And this hadith is narrated by Ahmad in his Musnad and Tirmidhi in his Sunan in his Jami and he said this hadith is authentic. The generator Amr ibn Khawarija ibn al-Muntafiq al-Asadi he was an ally of uh, Abu Sufyan. And uh, in this hadith Tirmidhi has considered and verified to be sahih even though we have in the tray, in the, in, in, in the chain, in the long chain, there is Shahar ibn Haushab there, but Tirmidhi has considered it authentic. And uh, in this hadith, we've seen, because Prophet Muhammad was given a khutbah, sitting while he was on his mount, his riding animal, his camel. And the saliva yasil was flowing, was, it was pouring, dropping and flowing on my shoulder. And Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not instruct him to purify or to perform ablution or to go and take a ghusl. And uh, that is why it is considered not dirty, not considered something that is not uh, pure. As the heading of the hadith, we can we can complement this with hadith in Bukhari, hadith six eight hundred and two, and even in Muslim of hadith where Prophet Muhammad sallallahu where he instructed the people from the tribe of Ukul who accepted Islam, the climate of Medina did not suit them; they were not okay, and uh, the Prophet instructed them to drink the milk and urine of. Uh, of the of, of the able of the camel as medicine. And the scholar said if Prophet Muhammad وسلم, will allow the, 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 the drinking of milk, okay not milk, of urine now, because he did he was told they were told to take the milk and urine of the animal. That if the Prophet will allow them or instruct them to take urine, then 
talk more of the saliva. If the urine is not considered dead or feels to be taken, then the saliva should not be considered dead also. This is the explanation, some brief of the explanation given by the scholars, meaning if the saliva of a camel drops on someone, whether after performing ablution or while preparing to observe salad, it is not considered impurity, it is not considered filthy or dead. And the few lessons understand from this hadith we are going to mention. Few is one, the saliva of a camel is clean and not uh, dirty. This is the ijma of the scholars, Prophet Muhammad وسلم, did not object to the saliva dropping on this companion we just mentioned, Amr ibn Khawrija. The, the second lesson or something we've learned is like just like the saliva, the milk and urine is also clean. And I give the reference I said in Bukhari and the Muslim about uh, the people who accepted Islam from the from the tribe of Okul, Bukhari 6802, Muslim 1671. So not just the saliva, the milk and the urine is also clean. Then the third will mention is that also it is halal and clean animal. So it means halal and clean animal, the saliva is considered clean while they are alive. Not just to this camel now. Other animals that are considered halal and are clean saliva from such animals are not considered dirty. They are allowed clean while they are alive. And on another another lesson, which we can say the fourth one, is the permissibility of giving a talk, a sermon, a khutbah, a waz, while riding on an animal or sitting on it. But Prophet Muhammad وسلم, did that, and in Prophet Muhammad is the uswa hasana, the perfect example for us to emulate. And uh, part of the lessons also, which we can say the fifth one now, is the recommendation of giving a talk on a high place. Because the camel, not just that he, he, he was sitting on his mount, on his riding animal now, it makes it high or higher for everyone to have the opportunity of seeing and listening to him clearly. And the sixth lesson is that we have seen the permissibility of having someone to assist you when giving a talk. Either by assisting with your paper, your the on a car on, on a holding a particular thing that is needed, directing it to make sure there is no challenge. Let's say for example, for example, let's say microphone or that thing, because he was holding the camel of Prophet Muhammad, وسلم, and the scholar said, From this it is the permissibility. And the last we'll mention as we have seen in the book of the scholars is that the the leader, the Amir the, the Imam of the Hujaj is to give a talk at Mina on the day of Eid where he will now talk about the, the Tawar, the Halk, the Nahar, the Stunian, every other thing because Prophet Muhammad did it. So the leader of the Hujaj should also give the Khutbah and such talk. These are a few from what we've learned from the explanation given. By, by the scholars, meaning the explanations and the lesson are not limited to this, 
the Almighty Allah rectify our fears for us, grant us more understanding, and uh, reward us abundantly. This uh, hadith 27, as uh, in Bulugul Maram, Assalamu alaikum. Sorry, hadith 29. This is hadith 29 in Bulugul Maram, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.